In addition to these accomplishments, Mr. Levy has provided strategic consulting to over 100 companies, advised over 500 CEOs on critical business issues, and has been chairman of the board of a NASDAQ-listed company. Mitchell, did you show up here yet? Are you there? Nope. Nope. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, maybe his plane is having trouble landing or something. Yeah. Maybe he's advising Trump right now. He's having a little difficulty, oh you know, God. getting a word in. That would be interesting. That's a, that's the cause for a whole nother show. Mitchell, Mitchell sent us some information. He says, uh, some information, and aha, that today's attention span is seven seconds. Make it count. you believe that? Seven seconds? A seven-second attention span? Wow. And that's looking at somebody's telephone to see who's been texting them and said something crazy. Uh, yes. seven sec- You have seven seconds to make an impression on people, huh? I'm a well, generous person. I give at least eight. I don't know. I, I have a friend oh, at man. least give him fifteen minutes. Oh, but, that's uh, good. That's that's a real good person. Yeah, but then she's known to cuss you out immediately after that. Oh my god. <laughs> and she's a well known well known she's a very well known entertainer too. <laughs> Oh my God! Not your sister, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's the that's the person. <laughs> that's the person. That's the one. So she's your that's sister and your friend. That's, that's that's a compliment. Your sister is also that's your friend. Yeah, it's it's good when you like them both at the same time. I don't know, man. Maybe maybe we need to. Um, We need to um, Maybe I need to uh, uh, Play a song And you try to find this guy How about that Let's do that Yeah we'll be right back I'll be back back with you in a minute Let me just check this out Be back shortly Be <laughs> 
Well, we're back. We're back. That's the late great, the late great, great, great. You know who he is. No matter how how I get, I still be looking up to you. And a lot of us don't say that enough. That people that opened doors and helped us do what we do today. We don't give them enough thought and thank them enough. Anyway, Matthew, we're back. Yes, sir. No supermission, huh? No. No, sir. But, um, oh boy. Anyway, we just got to do what we got to do because we're here and, uh, Big Boy Stairs made us possible, at least for we to be here, for us to be here and reach out and touch a couple people. What's going Man, on must in be the meant to be. Going, Yes, sir. What's going on in the political world today? Is our new president, have our new president-elect done anything spectacular yet? Oh, God. Spectaculous? Yeah. Uh, he'd probably call it huge. It seems... I don't know. Like, have we... Uh, have the, gas, the gas prices still haven't went down. Seem like they're still going up. I don't know. I think it's kind of craziness going on. You know, it's certainly immature and fighting and tweeting angry words. It, like, I don't know what it means to this guy to be presidential, but certainly it's a definition of being presidential that the last 44 presidents had a different definition of. <laughs> well, apparently history has been re- rewritten. It is so, being rewritten. You know, he's definitely establishing a new president on how to conduct yourself in um in the public or should I say the political forum. Yeah. You know, he loves to use the word sad at the end of his nasty tweets, but I do think this is sad. I think it's um it's really, you know, the the lowest common denominator is what's going on here is you know, you call people names and throw people out of meetings and don't give information and say one thing and do another and then say you didn't say that thing. You know, he said the other day, you know, at the end of that he was denying the the uh the the PP tape and he said, you know, I'm I'm somewhat of a homophobe and then then they came up with a quote in twenty fifteen he said I'm not hom I'm not uh not homophobe, germaphobe. He said, I'm not a germaphobe last year. So now he's saying he is one. I don't know what the, how do you, how do you become the president of the United States? If you say white's black and black is white and you deny both sides of it, pretty strange kind of thing happening here. It's really unsettling to a lot of people. Well, is it, I think what it is, I think what's more unsettling, Settling to me, Matthew, is not so much about this the, this guy, you know, because we've seen throughout history that um, if you're on a certain level, uh, status-wise, you know, financial or whatever you're good at, and, and uh, well, the man is good at business, and he's just said numerous times that don't get mad at him because he know how to work the system. So who are we really going to be angry at, the Donald Trumps of the world or the system that's in place that allows him to do what he does? By the way, I just got a message from Mitchell. He's calling in in a second. Uh, 
okay? Because I can't, you know what, even though I know that our nation has been divided on a whole lot of different planes, this to me was a real eye-opener that our nation is so divided, even amongst individuals. It is. It's terrible. And, you know, it's it's one thing to be divided, but it's another thing for that division to be encouraged, you know, as opposed to say, hey, guys, we can work this thing out. You know, we got a structure for it. We, we're we all adults here. It's okay to have different points of view, but let's don't demonize each other. Let's don't attack each other like, you know, one side is Satan and we're an angel from heaven. We can't make progress like that. No, no. Listen, it's totally impossible, man. But uh, like I said, this should have been an opener for a whole lot of people because I don't understand how it has been able to go the way it has. But, hey, let's see if our, our guest is with us now. Hello. Hi, uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Levy with Humble Apologies. Hi, Mitchell. We're glad <laughs> we found you. Man, I'm, I'm so sorry. Sunday is just... I've got to remind my person not to book me on Sunday. It's just so easy to not get in the groove. So my apologies. Oh, we understand. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're here. Oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. And I, I, other than say I'm sorry, I'm not sure what to say. So, but no, I, I well, hey, we got Mitchell, you. I, I, I said it for you. I said earlier in the show that uh, your plane was circling the airport and he was waiting to land. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have. He doesn't have service on that airplane, uh, Mitchell. We have introduced you. We we gave out a whole bunch of information about you, and um, I hope that we won't be sued for what we said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, but it was what you, it was what you wrote down early. I didn't add anything. Although there was a comment you had here that I wanted to talk about. Um, said today's attention pan is seven seconds, make it count. I thought it was a really interesting comment about that. But what we're talking about today is how to be a successful entrepreneur and thought leader. Uh, If you don't mind, Mitchell, could you just start out by giving us a little idea of what you mean by thought leader? Oh, sure. It's, uh, I'm going to give you an answer, and then I'm also going to give you a website we can learn a whole lot more. It's the, the thought leader is... Another way to think about it, it's the recognized expert in your space. It's the person okay. you go to to help you solve or solve an issue or, or, or answer a question. And so the, the way it used to be is the thought leader were, were guys like Tom Peters or, or Gary, Gary V of today. You know, they'd stand mm-hmm. on a podium and people would listen. They say jump and you say how high. Uh, the way things are working with so many people with a megaphone and microphone and speaking and broadcasting that I, I look at I look at thought leaders these days as the person and I, and I want to rename it to aha leader. I look at aha leaders as the person who is your personal curator, right? You want to do something new, you haven't done it before. You see somebody else, you know, one of your friends who you know, like and trust, and they're doing something, and you ask them for advice. What happens nowadays, so for a great example, if, if you're l- listening to this quality of the microphone I have, I do a lot of podcasts. I also do video casts. Um, I ended up going on Amazon. I spent 300 bucks for a, uh, a good quality microphone, a good camera, and an arm to hold my microphone. Anytime people see it and they say, hey, Mitchell, what, uh, what are you using? Because I really like the quality. 
and and I let them know they don't do any more research. They just buy it, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm their aha leader because I've done the research. I've bought the product or service. I use it. I like it. I talk about it. And that's the direction that business is going today is, is we want – when we talk to a company, we don't just want to randomly buy their product or service. We want to talk to somebody and like. We want to know. We want to like. We want to trust the, the people we're buying services from. That makes sense, and that, I guess that applies to what you're talking about, the attention span of seven seconds, because if you don't get them in that time frame, you then lost them. Well, that, that's that initial thing, right? If you <laughs> – how about the last time you, you were going to a restaurant and you drove, you drove, Pat, you drove up to the place and, and you just thought it was so horrible you didn't even go in, or you opened up the door and it smelled so bad you didn't go in? Um, the uh, in today's world, I mean, think about how many emails you look at that you don't get past the subject line, um, or mm-hmm. if you read the newspaper, what what makes you want to read one article versus another? It's that it's even less than seven seconds. It, it's that title that gets your interest or not, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's really the seven second soundbite. I oh I, I did promise people if if you went to the website thinkaha.com. Uh, this is my consulting website. I actually have a tab there for thought leadership. And and I've got a definition of thought leadership there, and you could take a look at it. And there's videos and, and, dis- and additional things you could learn. And that says thinkaha.com and look for the tab on thought leadership. Well, Lamont, do you have a question? No, I'll let you roll. You can go first. Okay. Uh, I'm interested in um, – how Mitchell, how you think about entrepreneurs and their openness to new ideas and people like you who show up and say, you know, hey, I've got something useful to offer to you. Um, how, how do you how do you create those relationships and, and how do you see them in general? Wow. Hey, that's a great question. <laughs> Haven't had that one before. That's good. I I think. Do you hear that? Wait a minute. I'm sorry, Mitchell, but I just want to write that down. Yeah, I got it. He showed you that we're was a keeping, great question. We're keeping a point system here about who asked good questions and they don't. Oh. So thank you. Thank you, Mitchell. Okay. I appreciate that. You you put me a couple of points ahead right there. My, I'm my sorry. Pleasure. Go ahead and answer the. Go ahead and answer the great question. That's right. My pleasure. Well, it, it comes at the end of the day. It it comes down to to a word that, that we all use today, but need to use it more and mean it. It's authenticity, right? How, how do you build a relationship with somebody super quickly? Well, you, you want to be authentic. You want to be trustworthy. You, you want to be transparent in what you do. You want to, it, 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 if the goal is to help other people, uh, which I think all of us do, you've got to be good at doing that because if you're not, it's very easy today with, Yelp, and, I, and I'm going to use the word Yelp, but I want to use it as a verb. It's very easy to check on other people, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a be- uh, good example. It's the beginning of the year. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting, God, at least three or four people who are telling me every day they could book me new business and bring me new leads and th- set things up. So I've let mm-hmm. five people in the door, right? I probably have evaluated 30 or 35. I've let five people in the door to let them give me their pitch. And there was this one guy that just gave me the hard sell. And it was, it was too good to be true. And 
gave me a money back guarantee and blah, blah, blah. And so you know what I did? I went to LinkedIn for his profile and I saw that there were a hundred plus people in connection who knew both of us. And I reached out to four or five of them and, and had my decision made before I even hit the second or third one. Mm. Right. So it's, we have Yelp today, right? We have the ability to check in somebody. So if you're a shyster, if you're not delivering value for what you're doing, it just doesn't make sense. So, but now to go to your question, if somebody's interested in this, what I hope happens is they'll do enough research ahead of time to get a feeling for it, right? If you go to the websites, um, the primary website I'm sure you gave was Aha That. If you go to ahathat.com, it is a it is a tool frame that has solved the author's dilemma. What does that mean? You could write your book in eight hours or less, and by definition, you have a book that's social media enabled so that you can actually get your network to be sharing your content to others. And you could do it quickly, inexpensively. I mean, it solved the author's dilemma. So what happens? I I don't necessarily – it doesn't make sense for me to talk to every author one by one. So I've tried to put as much content – so there are customer testimonials. There are videos on me. There are self-help. There's things you could do for free. This is kind of how you sell in today's world. But if it makes sense for us to talk, my information is available and people book time with me. Right. And so and at some point in time, typically, and I'll make this I'll make this offer to your audience as well. If if you want to actually reach out and have if you follow the process, we have an eight step process. It's at aha that dot com slash author. And that's the eight step process where people and we've had close to 300 people write their books in eight hours or less. So if you want to follow that process, you can go there. You can do it yourself. And at some time during the process, you want me to give you direct feedback. Um, just make sure that you note um, you submit what happens is step number one, you submit your, uh, you know, the title of your book and your name and your bio and what's the book about. And when you do that submission, just say, I heard Mitchell on the radio on your guy's show, and, and I want to make sure that he spends some time with me. And, and we'll make sure we get some time together. And the, the authenticity part of it, to, to address your question is, I make that statement, and I only make that statement because I mean it. So if you if you actually request, I'll make sure I make the time. And I think that's part of the the world we live in today is don't say stuff you don't mean, and do your best to try to try to reach those people who you're talking to. Try to reach them in in the place that they play. Does that answer your question? I think so. Uh, I think it's a definitely. Um... I like the idea about authenticity because I think that, you know, today, and as you said, there's so many people trying to sell us so many things that well, being real and authentic is truly important. Mitchell, while we're right there, Mitchell, while we're right there, um, how can we do social media effectively with only five minutes a day since we're talking yeah. about yeah. That's my Funnest question. I've got that one before, but I do think it's fun. I think, first of all, let me answer the. Let me answer it very, uh, very succinctly. The wor- social media is two words, not one. And what people often forget is that the first word in social media is social. So. When you're looking at any social media product, if you go to LinkedIn 
and you and you write your 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 announcements and say what you're doing today, and you say, "Hey, I'm cool. Buy my product," or you do that on Facebook or do that on Twitter. You know what? That's not social media. That's using that's using the social media packages today and basically talking about you and trying to sell you. And guess what? People don't care, <laughs> right? So yeah. uh, in order to do, in order to do social media effectively, A, you got to remember it's about being social, okay? Now, how do you do that? I would say if you want to do social media in five minutes a day, here's what you have to do. First, you have to have a reasonable enough presence. If I go to your Facebook page and you're selling one thing or you're presenting yourself in one way and I went to your page for another way, I'm going to go away without looking at you. So, for instance, I get LinkedIn requests from beautiful, beautiful blonde women, scantily clad, who say they're working for a tax. They're they're working as a tax accountant, um, as a, you know, in a in a law firm or something weird like that. And I'm just thinking, it just doesn't work for me, right? It's not the right. It, the branding doesn't work. I I'll never accept that friendship request. So, a you have to have a reasonable social media presence, and you have to share content consistently. Now, the thing is, the content, and this is where people often fall down, you don't have to make stuff up all the time. You don't have to share your content. You can share other people's content. So I would say, how do you do social media in five minutes a day? One, spend a minute in the morning sharing other people's content that you like. Now, if you want the the, the easy answer, and I've got an easy button with me, so I'm going to press the easy that button. Was easy. You know, it's that Staples easy button. You want the easy button. The AHA That platform has 36,000 quotes that you could share today four seconds in free. Did I say that right? Four seconds in free. No. 36,000 quotes you can share in seconds for free. There we go. That sounds better. Um, So if you end up finding an author you like, you can go and share their content by clicking on the button to share. Whether or not you work on on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, whatever your platform, you share the content. So do that first. Take a minute and share, you know, two or three quotes of other people who you like, who you who you who you can gel with, who are saying the types of things you'd say. It's just that they said it. So you get the authenticity by you're also giving credit to some of the other thought leaders that are out there who you respect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's the interesting part. Go back an hour or so later or a couple of hours later. Spend the other four minutes doing the social part of social media, and that's actually interacting with the people who touched your content, right? So if you share a a tweet or a LinkedIn message or a Facebook post and somebody likes your stuff or somebody comments on your stuff, well, shouldn't you go back in and say thanks for liking it? Or I mean not not all the time to everybody, but – if you look at them and they happen to potentially be a prospect and you said, hey, thanks so much for responding, um, it just opens the door for a continual conversation. So the five minutes a day is, A, take a minute putting out content that you think is irrelevant. B, spend four minutes touching the people who touched you back. Um, the last time somebody asked me that question, we actually happened to be online. Um, it was a, I was having a Skype call with somebody, so I went to my, my Twitter feed. I looked at my notifications in Twitter, and it turned out in the last uh, three hours there were two people who wanted to connect to me. Um, or no, I take that back. There were two people who I had connected to who sent me these automated responses back. 
But the automated responses were interesting enough that I reached out personally and sent a note. Right? Hey, great. Love to hear your service. Want to hear more. Why don't you book time with me? And both of those things then, and then ended up starting a conversation. Right? So social media in five minutes a day is making sure you're sharing good quality content. But here's the important part, really important part. Let's say you run a physical business. Right, and somebody comes to your door, and it just happens to be closed, but they knock on your door. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to open the door, right? You're going to bring them in and say, hey, how can I help you? Well, yeah. what happens if you just don't listen to the door, or they call you on the phone, and they leave a message, and you don't respond back? Well, that's what 90% of people are doing on social media today. Their prospects are actually talking to them, and the individuals are actually ignoring them. So be social as part of social media and interact with the people who are touching the content you're sharing. That's powerful. So to follow, to follow up on that, uh, you were talking about taking one piece of content and turning it into five or ten platforms. Oh, this is kind of fun. Um, for those that are interested, um, I'll, I'll, sh- I'll give you a URL with an example where you could see it actually uh, in action. But it's clearly something you could do yourself. And guys, I gotta, I gotta say to you, two hours of recorded content, two hours of, of recorded interaction, like what we're doing right now, is enough time to create an aha book. Right. So I pause for dramatic effect. Two hours of recorded content is enough time to create 140 bite-sized quotes. Enough inspiration to get people excited. So okay. go to this. You're pretty, pretty cool, right? Yeah. So go to this website, um, thoughtleaderlife.com, and, and I'll go there now just to see how quickly it pops up. So go to thoughtleaderlife.com, and then um, what you can do is click on the second tab. It's called the blueprint. And, and what I want to show you with Thought Leader Life, this is what we typically do, is, is I'll end up having a half-hour interview, but I'll do it live, and we'll do it on uh, YouTube. Right, So using Google Hangouts, we have a half-hour interview, and we then have a video that sits on YouTube. Well, we actually then take that video, and we also put it on SlideShare. So now you get the same video on two different platforms. Um, we also strip out the audio from that video and put it into iTunes and on to an existing podcast channel. Mm-hmm. And then have my team actually write a blog post. So in listening to the interview, they, they do a blog post, and we post the blog post in a couple different locations. They also pull out for every half hour somewhere between 40 to 50 aha messages, right? Uh, are we out of time or am I boring you? No. <laughs> I thought that was you. Oh, no, I had the – it was it was sort of like a snoring snoring uh, thing. Anyhow, so I'll wrap yeah, up. That was, my, Sorry. that was my fault and I apologize. Supposed to be oh, off. that's okay. That was a great warning. He got like one of the Golden toys. Globes or the Academy Awards. You've run out of time. Um, <laughs> so, funny. So, for those listening, what's interesting is for every half hour, we end up producing you know videos on multiple platforms, audio on iTunes and wherever else, a blog post, and 40 or 50 aha messages. So I end up doing four shows, and I have enough to create an aha book. And once I have an AHA book, so this is, if you go to the platform, ahathat.com, once again, as I mentioned, you could use it for free, and there are 36,000 quotes that you could share immediately on social media. You can also write your book, if you decide to write a book, in 
eight hours or less. And one way to write a book is you do two hours worth of recorded interviews like you guys are doing right now. And then you just extract the content out of that. So in this case, it'll be less than eight hours for you to write your book. And now you have a book that sits on the platform that you can then instantly, not just you, but you get a customized URL that you can have your, your fans share your content on social media as well. Mm-hmm. Like an e- you're talking about sense? an ebook, right? Uh, yes. Well, let me give you a different so, – so the answer is yes with a caveat, <laughs> okay? Um, first, let me give you three types of ebooks. Uh, the AHA book I talked about, a PDF, and an um, EPUB. A PDF, we all know what a PDF is. It's typically a, a physical book put in EBF, a PDF format, and you send it around to people. If you turn mm-hmm. that PDF into an EPUB, that's typically what you do to publish on uh, Kindle. So EPUB, okay. EPUB is a great uh, – uh, Kindle, Kindle absolutely wants your EPUB-formatted uh, book. And then an AHA book is a social media-enabled ebook. So if you take that seven-second soundbite we were talking about before – Mm-hmm. And you have, and you can imagine underneath that seven-second soundbite, the images for Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or Google Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right underneath the session, so you click on the image and you share it. So that's what a Aha book is. And then, and guys, what, what we've been able what to kind do, of links is, are we talking about here? Oh, well, it's a it's a link that allows you to then share automatically. Oh. So. If, if you're no, looking no, at ahamat.com and you're looking at a book, so I, I, I didn't mean link with a K on the end. What I meant is how many pages of in an aha book, approximately how many pages are we talking about? Oh, got it. Well, an aha book itself is comprised of 140 bite-sized quotes. Right. So. If you go to an AHA book, if you go to aha.pub, I'll give you a URL for an AHA book so you can see it. If you go to aha.pub, A-H-A dot P-U-B slash AHA, uh-huh. what that will do is it will bring you to the AHA book I wrote on why you should write an AHA book. Okay. And you, you could log in or you could use it as a guest. So when you first get there, it's going to say log in. Just click on cancel, and then you're using it as a guest. And there's a button that you'll see in the bottom right of the page called View AHA. You're going to first see three pages of your AHA book. Underneath each one of the quotes, you could see that you could click on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+. So you can click that on three different quotes. Or if you wanted to click on View AHA book, it'll show you all 140 quotes. Now, I think the question you were asking is, if we took that AHA book and turned it into a PDF, or if we took that AHA book and turned it into a physical book, whether it's paperback yeah. or hardcover, how many pages? And yeah. typically for those, um, so you can look at a ton of our books that we've actually turned into hardcover and physical books. They're typically about 120 pages. We'll put okay. one or two AHA messages per page. We'll put lines underneath it. So for the AHA books we've turned into paperback or physical books, um, we've got one um, that, I'll, that I'll mention. Um, we did a book um, for a guy – by the name of uh, uh, Mark Dieterding, and his book was A Model for Servant Leadership. So if you went to Amazon and typed in A Model for Servant Leadership, you could see his book in Kindle, paperback, hardcover version. Okay. If you went to aha.pub slash servant leadership, or if you're in aha that already, you just type in servant leadership, and what will pop up is his book as an aha book as well. 
And, and you know, if you go to Amazon, you could actually – in the Amazon preview, they'll show you what the book looks like. But it's about 120 pages. And Mark's used the book to both drive new business, and it's also when he's running courses or he's at client sites, he gives the book to his clients. And once again, it okay. adds more credibility to the stuff they're doing. Yeah. While we're, while we're still talking about thought leadership, I wanted to ask you another question is what are the five top thought leadership practices that you're, that you're talking about? Uh, well, we're sort of talking about a couple of them, but I'll give you, I'll give you five. The, um, the first, I sort of alluded to it first, but let me, let me say it again. Number one is to present yourself well. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? Simply stated, you meet somebody in person, you swap cards, or if you don't have a card, they're going to hear your name. And if they're interested in any way, shape, or form, as soon as they leave you, or maybe even while they're talking to you, they're going to go to their phone, they're going to type in your name, they're going to Google it, and they're going to see what pops up. So when you Google your name, how, how do you show up on social media? What, what pops up first, and how do you present? So okay. number one best practice on, on thought leadership is if somebody's Googling your name and they come to you on LinkedIn or Facebook or wherever, how do you show up? So present well. Um, second is similar what, to what you guys are doing, but in the physical form, write a regular column. So it's whether or not you're writing it on your own blog site, whether you're writing it on LinkedIn, LinkedIn Pulse, um, depending who you are business-wise, um, I, I write a column in Entrepreneur Magazine. You could write a column in Forbes or Fortune. There's mm-hmm. a number of places, uh, Huffington Post. Just a regular, a regular place where you're communi- communi- communicating content to others. Okay. Um, number three is really fun. And uh, you've seen it a lot, but it makes sense. It's compile a best of list. So if you're in a particular space, going out to the people who are thought leaders in your space and and then figuring out um, how you're going to rank them and compiling a best 10 of, best 20 of, best 50 thought leaders or best people to follow in this space. You know, the coolest part about doing best of list is it's also a way that you could go out and reach the people who are on the list and get them to know you and like you. And then, of course, when you do your post with your best of list, particularly if you have a regular column and you do your best of list um, in your regular column, they're then going to share that column because they're a part of it. Okay, so that's that's three of five. We doing okay so far? Yep. Yeah. All right, got it. So, so number four is exactly what you're doing today, and that's create your own thought leadership channel. So whether it's a podcast, whether it's whether it's uh, any a uh, video cast, whatever is appropriate, whether it's just a YouTube channel, whatever is that's appropriate. You're going to create your own channel so it has your brand on it, your name on it, and you're sharing content in a consistent way. And then number five, and this is what people often forget. Uh, I mentioned number five before because when you ask me how do you do social media in five minutes a day, it's really minute one. Um, Number five is consistently share yours and other people's content. And, And the important part to think about, guys, is when you're sharing content, only 20% of what you share should be yours. 80% should be other people. Because once again, social media is about the we conversation, not about the I conversation. And so 
if you're a thought leader or, or like, like I said, I have to call it aha leader. If you're an aha leader in your space, you want to actually let people know that you know the marketplace and you know it well and you like what's going on and you've got some peers and they know what their stuff's doing well. And you're trying to get them to understand how to put this whole thing in, in context and what's appropriate for them. And so if all you did is share your stuff, they may not trust you. If you start sharing other people's stuff and you understand how their problem can be solved, think about uh, Santa Claus and the miracle of 34th Street. Yeah, remember that movie where Santa kept sending people to other stores, right, because their problem was better solved somewhere else, but you trusted Santa and overall liked Macy's that much better because of it? Well, that's kind of the world we're living in today. It's, it's, it's both a nice world to be thinking about. Um, it'll make you feel good in your heart of hearts, but it also will make your clients, your prospects feel a lot better about you. Let me ask you this question, Mitchell, because I noticed a lot of people on Facebook, for instance, they post their stuff to their page. They don't allow anybody else to post information on their page, but they want to post stuff on everybody else's page. How do you feel about that? Ooh, so that's a really it, it, that's a great a great but difficult question to answer without understanding the particular context of what's going on here. Um, First of all, I, I'll have to say that I'm a bigger fan of being open and keeping keeping the ability for other people to post on my face, um, I mean on my page to, to make sense. And and so I anyone could post anything on any of the pages I have. I have to tell you though, if I just recently friended you and you're posting something that's a commercial on my page, you are instantly unfriended. No, no pass and go, no collecting. If you take advantage of that, you're gone immediately. And if I could figure out how to do it, you'll be banned for life. Right? So, so I, you want I, people to come on and make a contribution first. Well, I, I want them, if they want to share on my page, it's, it absolutely makes sense, but I don't want them to share a commercial directly. Right. Right? At least not initially. <laughs> if I, if I, I have to tell you, if I'm, I'm part of a ton of groups, right? And before I actually will post something that's – there's a difference between providing good quality content that happens to be helpful, right? So if, if I wrote uh, – a good example right now is we're doing a, a book series in AHA That that happens to be Dear Mr. President. And so we want people to write books that are specifically focused on things that Donald Trump will read, Okay. So if I was going to a forum and I, and I was going to say, um, hey, I want you to uh, – anyone, you can publish a book on AHA That, and it's easy to do, and it just costs you X amount of money, and sign up now. You, you rarely will ever see a post like that from me because right? that's me selling my service and selling my content, whereas – the Donald Trump thing is slightly different. I don't mind going to forums and say, oh, by the way, we're doing a series of books uh, called Dear Mr. President. Um, it's easy for you to apply for and, and receive a scholarship for that. If you're interested, uh, please, here's the, follow, here's the form to follow through. They mm -hmm. both say similar things, guys, but, but one has more of a purpose associated with it and is not quite the overall sales model. So if somebody came to me and they they're and we, we get approached from firms that let's say run 
Amazon best-selling campaigns, I I would allow them to post it if there was something relevant. Otherwise, what would be better is they come to me and say, "Hey, Mitchell, why don't you write about my service?" In which case, I'll do that. So, so does that mean you review their post before you allow it to go up, or do you just allow it to go up and decide you don't like it and just get rid of them? Um, it's the I I allow people to post directly, and and so what I'm hoping people do is use their best judgment. Right. And so I guess my question, Mitchell, I guess my question is because there's that little line right there where you earlier said it was kind of iffy, kind of touchy, because if they post something and you're okay with it, then there's no problem. But then if you're not okay with it, then you you might just, you know what I mean, delete them, get rid of them. Oh, yeah. I I, (laughs) I said that, but yeah, let me let me be let me be a little more clear. If if uh, I'll use two examples, I just met you. We've never talked, um, and you've connected to me on Facebook, and we've got let's say twenty friends in common. And I said yes. The first thing you post on my website is an advertisement for Ray Bans. You're banned for life. Okay. Now, how about we do another example? Um, you do a service. The service is uh, creating Amazon bestseller campaigns. I write a post, and in that post, you say, oh, by the way, another." and I write a post on what do you do after you publish your book. And you add a comment to my post that says, oh, by the way, don't forget, you can use services that deliver Amazon best-selling campaigns, and we got one here. I probably would just let that one go. I don't even think I'd think about that. Now, no, here's I, I, where – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, that's all right. So here's where it might be a little questionable. So let's say I just – I met you. We've had a conversation about Amazon best-selling campaigns, and without asking me, you post on my site a commercial. Right, so you go to my site and you say, um, "Hey, you want to ask Amazon best-selling campaign? Come to me." I'm gonna, in this particular case, since we've talked, I'm gonna take it down, and then I'm gonna do a, a either a direct phone call or a post to you and say, "By the way, I didn't mind your post, but we've got to figure out it was too commercial for my audience. We got to figure out a better way for you to present this information." Right, so I, I mean, the the, I guess the the answer to your question, it really depends on context, you know, mm-hmm. and if, if somebody, uh, I'm trying to say, uh, how do you say it? If somebody's rude or hateful or spiteful, I don't want to hang out with people like that. So I, I typically, <laughs> I, you know, I try to avoid that. If somebody's really trying to sell stuff and we've never talked about it, I'm not very excited about that. But generally speaking, if, if you're trying to be good and you're authentic and you're helpful, I, I, I'm interested. And and so for sites where this is what I guess what one of the things that bothered me, if people say they're really authentic and really helpful and they want to hear from you, but then you go to your website, to their website, and you can't make comments, or you go to their Facebook and you can't post stuff, you got to wonder how authentic are they at what they're doing. 
And mm-hmm. I think that's the part right there, Mitchell, that bothers me about anything because the only thing I have to say about people posting on my page, is, and my page is open, I definitely encourage people to post on my page. I just want it to be related to the industry that I'm in. And I noticed that a lot of people uh, post on my page because they like the people that I hang out with, but like you said, I'm not allowed to post anything on their page. and. That doesn't really work for me, you know. If I allow you to come and eat at my table, at least I feel like I should be able to come eat at yours too. It seems that way, or you know, the maybe a recommendation because because some people are not open in that way. Maybe a recommendation if they, you know, the second time they post, they you and they and they can't post, uh, they don't let you post on theirs. Maybe you could send them the post that they should post on theirs for you. And, and and at that I'm point, if they don't. And, and then if they don't, then you have to decide what you want to do about it. Right. Right? And I – so I, I – I, this is one of those things, I, given that I don't know the context, I don't want to give you an answer. Um, I think – Because I, it I really has to be one do. that you're comfortable with. Well, it depends, what, right? If, if, if they don't do it and you really still like them – then you could say, uh, then you could do one more follow up, follow up call or post or whatever, and say, okay, you didn't post this one. What would it take for you to post, right? And and because you're taking advantage of my audience, I would like you to 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 have this be a you know a, a relationship that goes both ways. Hmm. And and based on their answer, then you have decisions to make. Got it. Got it. But that's what I wanted to know because um, I see a lot of that happening on the entertainment side. Yeah, I, I think well, you that's should just the, send them yeah, a link you know, from this the show so they can listen to that. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> just say yeah, you, I, you need to listen to Mitchell. Say Mitchell has something to tell you. You'll listen to him. They'll listen. <laughs> they'll change right then. They'll they'll just get straight right then. You got you got some difficult people who post on your on your page, Lamont. Well, they don't understand what Mitchell just explained to uh, our listeners about the the whole social uh, media thing and its two words and actually how to um, uh, effectively utilize it. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that fall into that category. So we definitely appreciate that, Mitchell. Oh no, my pleasure. Maybe. Maybe at some point in time, or, or or something that might make sense for your audiences, you could do a post, or you guys can do a five or ten minute conversation. Or if you want, we can just do. If you want, I'm happy to come back and just do five minutes with you guys, or we all spend five minutes each talking about what social media really means, <laughs> right? Uh, that would, and it's that being would be social. Fat. Yes, that would be fantastic because I deal with a lot of artists, up-and-coming entertainers, and they're starting out in the industry, and they really don't know how to effectively market themselves or their music or present themselves. So that would be great. Yeah. Well, you know, what's fascinating is it's it every now and then you run across somebody you like or you run across something you like, and then you share it, right? And and so maybe then the first time somebody posts on your website and they don't, they don't do it properly, you say, hey, before you post again, can you please listen to this five-minute <laughs> podcast and let me know what you think, right? And at least you could say that you've 
done your best of trying to educate. And my concern, of course, is you don't have the time to call up everybody all the time, but to send a quick message or, or to send a response that says, oh, I've looked at this. This makes sense. I've done it. That makes sense. Right. So, Mitchell, I've got one, I got one really, really uh, hard question for you that I need Matt, you to Matthew. answer in one minute. What? Yeah, I was going to say, Matthew, we're down to the last minute, minute. 30 seconds to one make minute. it quick. What, what, you give me more time on day. I know you're God. You can add this on here. This is an important question. I'm meeting with a guy tomorrow who's going to help me create a Facebook page for my book, The Resurrection of Romance. And my question is, what's the what's the most in one minute? What's the most important thing to do when you're creating a, a Facebook page for your business to make it successful? Ooh, <laughs> one minute. Yeah. I, I would say the most important thing you could do is think about – you hear marketers say this all the time. Think about the avatar of who the client is who's going to buy your book. Mm-hmm. If you could craft the avatar for the client who's going to buy your book, then you create a web page, in this case a Facebook page, that will appeal to that avatar. And you, if you can get to a, a list of Facebook people who – are also your clients, you can then market. Facebook will let you send them a list of people who actually represent your avatar and to market to people who are like that list. Mm-hmm. So most important thing, think okay. about who your client is and think about how to represent them so that you're creating content to appeal to them. And also if you have a list of those clients, man, you, it's much easier to advertise to them. Okay. Thank you. He did it. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Oh, and don't, don't, uh, don't miss mm-hmm. the opportunity to potentially, we could talk offline, of doing an AHA book that you could use to also, because the AHA book's 140 quotes that talk about what you're doing and also have links that point to your book on Amazon and other locations. Okay, i do that. Yes, sir. And we'd like to All right, guys. So well, oh, thank you. My so pleasure. This was great. And I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry that it was Sunday and I missed it. Um, uh, but I'm happy to make it up to you however you think would make sense. Yeah. Well, well you'll be coming back then, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got My, more questions. We have more oh, questions. good. My pleasure. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Well, what, what we could do next time, if you want, uh, send me a couple of scenarios of things to think about. And why don't we, we'll talk about them live on the air. Okay. That's a good That's idea. What we should do. It seemed like seemed like uh, Matthew has something already lined up for you. Yeah, I got <laughs> I got to get this Facebook page to work for me. I'm getting tired of things not working. So I think I I could need a thought leader to help me out with this problem. All righty, guys. Have a cool, good day. Matthew. Good good luck, and uh, I look forward to uh, spending more time with you guys. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you. My pleasure. Bye.